Welcome back to Feel the Smile, the podcast where we share biblical encouragement for the practical struggles that you're facing. To feel a smile is to experience God's joy, to see his favor all over your life. And on the podcast, we invite friends to hear their story and the wisdom they have from them and how they've navigated their struggle in a biblical way. These friends are just like me and they're just like you trying to live life and love Jesus. So if you're listening to the show today in the car, in your room, or on a walk, I hope it inspires you to feel the smell no matter where life takes you. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about how to spend time with Jesus in a fun and refreshing way. We're going to talk a little bit about an experience that I had speaking at this place called The Foundry last week and just a little bit of what I took away from that speaking engagement. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the power of obedience and what God tells us to do. So I hope that you enjoy today's episode and let's jump right in. So let's start off in a little chronological order. Last week, I had the opportunity to speak at this place called The Foundry, which is a local rehab facility here in Alabama. And at The Foundry, they serve men and women who struggle with substance abuse. So my mom actually went to The Foundry when I was in third grade. I was eight years old. I remember when she sat me down and told me that she would be going And it was just such a blessing to be able to go back and share my story with the women there. I spent a lot of days at the foundry just visiting my mom and spending time with the other ladies there. And I think the Lord really, really used that season. I just spent a lot of days wondering if the Lord would even be good to our story, just questioning his faithfulness, questioning his goodness, while at the same time praying and trying to believe so much so that he would be who he said he would be. So to be able to go back and speak to the ladies there and just tell them that God really is who he says that he is, all of those things that we prayed for, all of those things that we are believing for, they really did come to fruition. It was the most special thing ever. I really viewed it as a night to just really honor my mom too in her life. I know that if she were here today, she would be more than overjoyed to see how God has used our story despite the hard and painful things we've walked through. So it was just the most amazing. Every single one of the ladies came up to me afterwards. I got to hug them and meet them and hear some of their stories. And it was just so powerful. One of the ladies in particular came up and shared with me a little bit about her background and her family and she shared with me about her daughter that she had at home she shared with me a little bit about her health journey which is similar to my mom's health journey and just she was like if you did not come to speak for anyone else like you came to speak to me so that was just so impactful so fulfilling just really such a full circle moment also another thing that i took away is when my mom was at the foundry Of course, when we're little, we think that our moms are like ancient. We think that they're so old. And so many of the women there, I mean, we're so close to my age and around my age. So I feel like that put life in perspective for me of just how different life could have been. And I felt like I had a moment by myself where the Lord just let me see like what life could have been, but what life has become because of his plan and his purpose and how good it is when we let his plan and his purpose prevail. That was just so impactful for me because I think sometimes I can just have wishful thinking where I think that my plan is the best. I know what's best. If only God would do it my way instead of me having to do it his way, then life would turn out way better than what I think his plan might be when really God's plan is so much better than anything that we could ever think or imagine and his plan is what prevailed in our family and even though it looks different from what we thought life would look like now compared to what we thought it would look like then even though it's different even though we've experienced more hardship than we even expected 
it has become the most beautiful story that has really blossomed in a way that gives God so much glory. So I wouldn't take any of that for granted. I also got to travel with my friend Renee. She always comes with me whenever I have speaking engagements and we just have the most fun time. Of course, we love getting to tell people about Jesus together and just share that testimony together. But then we always try to make it a fun little girls night out of it. So we went and got Indian food after that. I don't know if you're a big fan of Indian. It's a little risky. People either love it or they hate it. You may have a little tummy ache when you're done eating it, but it is so, so good. We went to this place called Taj India here in Birmingham. If you are in the area, you must go eat it. If you want to branch out and try food that's a little different, a little bolder, you will have to ask the waitress what you should order. You will have to branch out a little bit but it is so good. So we went and got to do that. And then we sat and laughed over Indian food for like two hours. It was just the best thing ever. I genuinely don't know anything better than just eating and laughing at a restaurant with you and your close friends. That is just my all time favorite to do. It is just the best. And I just can't complain. Every time I have an opportunity to speak, I just sit back and I'm like, thank you, God, for choosing me. Thank you for putting these dreams and passions and gifts on my heart. I want you to think about what is something that God has gifted you with? What's a passion that he's put on your heart? What's something that you truly love to do? And really press into that because doing those things becomes the most fulfilling God dream that you ever get to live out. And I think that is where life's joys truly come from. You may not get to work your dream job during the day, but find what you're good at, what you love, what you're gifted at, and pursue that on the weekend. Ask God what his dream for your life is and just go all in with that dream. Because I feel like right now, obviously feel the smile in speaking. That's what it is for me. And so the moments that I get to do those things with the Lord and with people that I love are just moments that I will forever, forever cherish. Just so special. This week I had the opportunity to sit down with one of my friends over coffee and we were just having a little catch-up combo. If you don't go get coffee with your friends, highly recommend. If you don't go get coffee with new friends, it is the best decision ever. Find a girl that you just look at her life and you're like, oh my gosh, I think she's so fun and I would love to be her friend and invite her to coffee. Learn about her life and what she does. Learn about what she loves. I think it's such a fun way to get to know other people. You gain people in your corner. You gain new friends. And so many of my coffee dates have become lifelong friendships. I did a challenge I started two years ago. The challenge was to go get coffee with one person new every single week. The first year, I think I did like 42, 43 people that year. And then this past year, I actually did all like 52, 53, if not a little more than that. And so many of those coffee dates are people that I cannot imagine doing life without. I'm so grateful for that challenge and for pursuing it because literally one of the girls, one of the first few coffee dates that I went on, that girl is my friend Maddie Jane and we're best friends. We will be besties forever. And it is just the most rewarding. Highly recommend. It's so crazy how just getting to know someone else so much so like blesses your life and all that you get to do. So I say all that to say I went and got coffee with one of my friends this week. Her name is Ricky and she's just the bomb. And she is just pursuing everything that the Lord wants her to do. But she was also so sweet to ask me questions about what I'm doing through Feel the Smile. She was like, what's your God dream with Feel the Smile? Long term, what do you want to look, want it to look like? She got to be a part of the first Feel the Smile shoot that we did last year when we came out with our sweatshirts. And she was like, Scarlett, it's been so crazy to watch Feel the Smile grow the way that it has. Feel the Smile is not where it was the day that we did that shoot. And she was like, and that's because you have just poured time and effort 
effort into it. When she said that, I feel like that just really made me think about all of the time and effort that of course on the outside looking in it may look like I did but it was really just time and effort that God has just given me the ability to do. Feel the Smile wasn't just my dream but it was also God's dream too and because of that he's the one that has just continued to make a way for me to put out the content, the podcast, the blogs that I get to share with you guys. She's like what keeps you consistent like you're always putting out content, you're always putting out a blog, you're always putting out a podcast, how do you stay consistent? And I laughed and I was like, Ricky, the first few months that I started Feel the Smile, when I felt the Lord pressing it on my heart, I was like, okay, God, if you want me to do this, I need you to be the creativity behind what everyone else gets to see, behind what I get to put out. I was like, I'm not creative enough to write a blog every single week. I'm not creative enough to steward people in the way they should walk with the Lord. Like, you're going to have to help me. And I just remember that first summer, which was last summer, it was just like, a harvest of God's words where I was just God just kept putting so many words on my heart that were impactful for other people but I was like Ricky that is not what it is like now at all I said very rarely do I write a blog do I plan a podcast in advance of when other people of when you listening get to see it and I told her I was like it is not of my own doing but it's really just about the power of obedience. And as soon as I said that over our coffee day, I really felt like that was a word for one of you is that our success is not driven by numbers. It's not driven by achievements. It's not driven by the job, the school that you go to or that you have. It is driven by the power of obedience and what the Lord's calling you to do. I don't curate these blogs weeks and months in advance. Every single time, especially in the past year, it's literally been like God gives me a word on my heart and it's like, this is what I want you to share this week. Or he puts a word on my heart and he's like, this is what I want you to speak on this week. The Monday encouragement videos that I love to do on my personal Instagram, every single one of those is a word that I feel like God had given me just a couple days before. Most of the time I sit down and film them the day before. And I just feel like that just gives God so much credit of whatever dream is on your heart Whatever little inkling in your spirit that you feel like the Lord's leading you to do, be obedient to it. Because even if you feel like you're not equipped, even if you feel like you don't have the vision, God's the one that's going to give you the means to make those things happen. He's going to give you the resources to make those things happen. He's going to give you the connections and the ability to put together whatever that dream looks like, whatever you want it to be. You need to do that. Just like he's been able to give me every word that I've been able to speak to you guys or share with you guys online. It's not about waiting for this big break of an idea, but it's about being obedient to what God wants you to do today. I even think about how we're gearing up for Fill the Smile Social, which I'm so excited about. And of course, we'll share some more details about at the end of today's episode. But I just think about even that. That is so bold and out of my comfort zone to host an event and invite people that I don't see in my everyday, but invite them to come be a part of what God's doing and invite them to experience the joy of life through something like a social is only something that God could have the dream for. It's only something that he could come up with. So I want to say that to just inspire you, whatever you feel like the Lord's leading you to do, don't put the pressure on your creativity, but let God use his creativity. I mean, sometimes I think we really underestimate the creativity of God. When you look around in nature, whether you're in the mountains, at the beach, whether you are looking at the creativity of the way that people look and how beautifully different people are, God is the most creative of all creatives. Like he made those things. 
So if he can come up with how to intricately create a human, create the way they physically look, the way they internally look, their minds and all of those things, how much more so can he give you an idea or a vision for what is on your heart? And if he can create it, how much more so does he know how to make it happen and do it? I love to tell people, whatever you're dreaming about is God's dream too, because God put the dream on your heart. So don't ever underestimate being able to make it happen because he wants to see it happen too. I think about my dream with Build a Smile, even that just like coming to fruition and coming to happen. Like that wasn't just my dream, it was God's dream. And because it was God's dream, he's given me opportunity, he's given me people, he's given me avenues to make it happen. And I know that he wants to do the same for you. One thing that I'm really working on right now is just seeking God before I seek man, before I seek my friends. I feel like a fruit of that is really being obedient. When we seek God, we know we have the ability to know and hear from him. We know what he's leading us to do. And because we know what he's leading us to do, we can know what to be obedient to. At the beginning of this year, I felt like one thing that Lord spoke to me was, I have something great for you, but it's on the other side of listening, obedience, and worship. To be obedient, we have to listen. But to be able to listen, we have to seek God. We have to seek his word. We have to seek what he's trying to speak to us. I feel like that's something that the Lord's just really given me a lot of passion about. Um, and I'm excited to get to share more ways to seek God in our everyday, to seek God in the mundane. I think that's going to be a big focus of Fill the Smile this semester is just how can we seek God daily? How can we seek God in our relationships? How can we seek God with our friends, with our family, through school, through our professions, you know, doing all those things. But I feel like the seeking part has to happen before we can even be obedient to the dream that's on our heart. So today I wanted to share three ways to spend time with Jesus and your friends. Sometimes when we get caught going through the motions, we can get a little bored in what we're doing. We can get bored in the way that we seek Jesus. I'll be the first to say it. Sometimes getting up and reading and journaling gets a little boring to me. Maybe it gets a little boring for you too. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but in a lot of other areas of life, when we get bored doing what we're doing, we'll just turn to something else, jump to something else. It's kind of how we get into like phases. I think about how I will get into phases of working out. I used to go to this place called Hot Works. It's where you work out in a sauna. Call me crazy, but I loved it. But I loved it for a season. I would go literally every day. I would do hot yoga. I would do cycling in the sauna, all of these things. And it was so much fun. But after a season, doing it the same way got a little boring. And then what happened? I stopped going. I got inconsistent. I wasn't working out. And then I was paying for a membership that I wasn't even using. Maybe you can think of another area that that's happened for you. Maybe it's um, like a side hobby that you're into. Maybe you love to draw. So you're really into drawing. You you are drawing a lot. You're painting a lot. Maybe you start a little art Instagram account. We know we love to do those things. But then after a while, you just kind of get tired of drawing. You get tired of painting. And the Instagram goes like blacklisted. You never see it again. And I feel like sometimes that's what happens when we get bored with things that are seasonal in life. One thing about Jesus, though, is yes, we can get bored pursuing him the way we've always pursued him, but we cannot stop pursuing Jesus. We can't stop seeking God. So I think that's why it's essential that we find ways to seek God that we enjoy, find ways to do it that we love. So today I'm going to share just three ways you can spend time with Jesus and your friends.
Sometimes seeking Jesus by yourself, of course, is essential. We need those moments in the quiet place. We need those moments where we are reading the Bible on our own, where we're reading our devotionals on our own. We need those moments when we're alone praying with God. But I think we also can really use moments of seeking God with our friends and the people that we love. Maybe it's time to switch it up. Maybe you feel like you're in a little spiritual rut. It's time to switch it up. Let's make life with Jesus fun. So the first way that you can spend time with Jesus and your friends is by doing a devotional together. I love a good Devo. One devotional that I'm reading right now, it's called Fighting Words by Ellie Holcomb. You've probably heard me talk about it before. It's so good. But why not think about pairing up with a friend and doing a devotional together? sending a picture of the devotional in your group text every morning and doing it together. Another thing that I love to do, I just did this a few weeks ago with one of my sisters, is we just went to a coffee shop and read our Bibles together. You know, it keeps you accountable to saying the word so that you're not distracted. It's so fun. You can grab your favorite coffee. If you're not a coffee girl, you can get your tea or like Dr. Pepper, Diet Coke, whatever your specialty drink is, and just sit and read God's word. It's so fun. It is so important to find ways to incorporate other people into your walk with the Lord because our walk with Jesus isn't just for us. It's for other people as well. So we can seek God on our own, but we can also seek God with other people. The second way that you can spend time with Jesus and your friends is have a little church squad. Have a group of people, girls, guys, mixed, that you can go to church together. Go to the late service so you can sleep in and then go to lunch after, go to brunch after. Find a way to make going to church fun. Going to church is an essential with our walk with Christ. We need those moments to be surrounded by a body of other believers. We need moments for someone like a pastor to pour into us a word that maybe we wouldn't have been able to find on ourselves. So find a way to make that fun. Find a way where you can make Sunday a fun day. That's what we used to say when I was in high school. We'd be like, Sunday fun day. Sunday's the best day. I used to just love going to church with my friends. You know, find a way to make it fun. Maybe it's do breakfast before and then go to the late service. Find a way to incorporate Sundays with your friends. Find a church squad so you don't have to sit by yourself. That's another way that we can just avoid our walk with the Lord is we don't want to go to church by ourselves. We don't want to sit by ourselves. We don't want to find a church by ourselves. So find other people to do that with and it makes doing life with Jesus so much more fun. The third way that you can spend time with Jesus and your friends is a good little walk and talk. I love a power walk. I love to meet my friends and go for a walk. I feel like it's the best way to catch up with friends while also being active and not like veg out on the couch and eat ice cream, which don't get me wrong, is a must. We need those good girl hang moments. I just had one of those with my friends last week. We did a little movie night, had some candy, ate way too much, but we talked until 12 a.m. And now because of it, our friendships have grown closer. So do the same as you would in your personal life, in your spiritual life. Meet a friend for a walk and talk about what God's doing. A few questions you could ask them are, what is God teaching you right now? What is God leading you to do? How is God helping you make an impact in your everyday What's a dream on your heart that you feel like the Lord wants you to pursue? Those are four questions that you can ask your friends that I promise you will help you all dive into deeper spiritual conversations. I know that it can feel a little awkward at first to ask your friends about their spiritual life because part of spiritual life does feel private and reserved, but also God's dream was for us to do life in community. It was to do life with other people. His word says that two is better than one. 
So how much more so is two better than one in our spiritual lives as well? It's a perfect way to have some accountability. Share with a friend, a close friend, what you're struggling with, what you need help with, what you need prayer with. All of those things, that's a great way to do that, just having those good conversations, those good spiritual conversations with your friends. So a little mini recap, three ways to spend time with Jesus and your friends. Do a devotional together. Meet up at a coffee shop with each other. Read the word together. Number two, go to church together. Make Sundays fun. Get back to Sunday fun day. And then lastly, walk and talk. Go on a walk. Do something active. It obviously doesn't have to be a walk. You could go on a drive. You could ride together to your next church service. That's something that I love to do is ride together with my friends to church because on the way home from church, we can talk about what the service meant to us. We can talk about what we learned. Those are all just easy ways to incorporate Jesus with your relationship with your friends. And now wrapping up a little bit, you know I can't get off of here without talking about Fill the Smile Social. So Fill the Smile Social is coming up Monday, September 4th. If you're in the area or even if you're not in the area, we would love to have you. I'm so excited. It is going to be garden party themed. We're doing it at this beautiful house in Birmingham that overlooks the city we get to watch the sunset it's going to be so beautiful i'm super excited just to cast a little secret further vision so if you're listening consider yourself a little insider because i haven't told anyone this except for my friends but i'm really excited because this semester we are doing build a smile socials monthly that's right you heard it we are doing them once a month because i am such a firm believer that god wants us to experience the joy of doing life with him and feel the smile social is created for us to feel the smile together in a social way with other girls doing fun things so what it'll look like this month and the months after we'll have a little worship i'll share a little mini message then we'll just get to hang out with other girls that are in our late high school college young adult stage of life together i think there's so much power in doing life with each other hence the three ways to spend time with Jesus and our friends because it's just an essential. So I'm so excited to get to do these socials monthly. But in addition to doing them monthly, I'm going to offer a weekly gathering at my house where we can just come together and learn how to seek God together, how to seek God in our relationships, how to seek God in our everyday, in the mundane moments, how we can seek God and create moments with him how to seek god in our professions whether it's school or whether it's work just learning how to seek god in every single area of our life because god seeks us every single day and how much more so should we seek him we would never want a one-sided best friend relationship where we were always putting in the work and our friends never were so why would we ever want that kind of relationship with the lord you know he loves us so much and his one desire is to spend time with us His whole goal of everything that he ever did, the whole reason Jesus left the comfort of heaven to come to earth and bear our sins was so that he could do life with us for forever. And so I'm so excited to learn how to seek God better with you. So know that if you're listening, you are more than invited to come hang on Monday nights to just seek God. And then in addition to that, the first Monday of every month, we'll do a Feel the Smile social. So be on the lookout for that on Instagram. I'm so excited to share more about it. 
And I would love to close today's episode with just praying for you, praying for how you can be obedient to what God's calling you to, praying for how you can seek God in your everyday. I really want to pray for you if you feel like you're just kind of burnt out of reading your Bible, then I'm praying for God to just refresh the fire of your soul. So I'm going to pray for us and then we'll hop off. Hey Jesus, thank you so much for today, God. Thank you for the blessing that it is to just talk with each other, even if it's over the internet, even if it's through headphones, on a drive, on a walk, whatever it looks like. God, we're so grateful for the creative ways that we get to do life with you. God, I pray for each girl listening, Lord, that she would just feel a touch of your presence in her every day. God, that she would know how much you desire to do life with her. God, that she would know how much your desire is to love her and to know her. God, that she is not just one in all of the people in the world, Lord, but she is someone that you know by name, God, and we're so grateful for it. God, I pray for the girl who's honestly just a little burnt out on doing life with you, who's just tired of reading your Bible. She's tired of praying. She doesn't know what else to do or how else to pursue you. God, I pray that you would just fan into flame the fire on her heart. God, I pray that she would get a takeaway from a few of these tips on how to make life with you fun. God, we're so grateful that life with you isn't just a have to, but it's a get to, and it's full of joy and good and fun things and other people. God, I just pray a blessing over Feel the Small Social that any girl listening would know that she is more than invited and more than welcome to bring her and her girlfriends to learn to feel the smile in your presence with you. God, we're so grateful for the joy that other people bring into our lives. Lord, we love you. We thank you. And we pray that you would just bless the rest of our week. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening this week. I'm so grateful for every one of you that tunes in to just hear about what God's doing in the everyday life. And I hope that you just learn to feel the smile this week and all that God leads you to do. Bye.